listening to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Before I get into the episode, I want to let you all know that I have a YouTube channel where I'm going to be posting the full unedited episodes of the podcast. I'm also going to do exclusive recaps. I'm going to do Atlanta exclusively on YouTube. Um, I've got some true crime I'm going to do. I'm thinking about doing real world New Orleans, but you know, it's a lot of content. But I wanted to let you know that uh, this podcast started out with Pia and I getting very into the topic of gun control and it went on for quite a while. So I cut it out because I figured not everyone was here for that conversation. If you are interested in what we had to say, the unedited, uncut episode is on the YouTube channel. But I, you'll, you'll hear the episode start and it kind of picks up where that conversation is ending. So I just wanted to like let you know that's why that is going to sound that way. And also to let you know, please subscribe. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers because then I can start making money off of it. And then I can just start doing content for, you know, a living. But I want to also stop and take a minute to say thank you all so, so much for being amazing. I appreciate you guys more than you know. I've received a ton of really great messages and it it warms my cold heart. That's not true. I have a pretty warm heart. It warms my very sense, very overly sensitive heart. And I can't, I can't thank you guys enough, honestly. And I love connecting with you. Keep the messages coming. And all right. Enjoy, enjoy yet another very long episode from Pia and me. Okay, we're gonna go into the episode because I could, we could go on <laughs> could, and on. I, I forgot, like we, you got the wrong two ladies talking yeah. about crime. <laughs> we the wrong do, two ladies. We might need to do like an offshoot, maybe on my YouTube, maybe a YouTube exclusive. We can do a true crime series. Yeah, that that'd be. I, Ooh, that actually might be fun because we love true crime. Love it. Maybe we could. Okay. We let's discuss this offline, but let's. Yeah, I would. I would love that. I'm down. Right. I'm down. We could pick pick a true crime series and we'll recap it. And okay, done working on it. We'll discuss. (laughs) 
You just came up with like a second podcast. <laughs> I know. I've I've given myself. I have. I've got to fill that YouTube channel up. By the way, listeners, YouTube channel is up. I need subscribers. I'm pimping out this channel. I need to get to one thousand. I'm telling people at the grocery store that are nice to me. I'm like, do you have a YouTube subscription? Go. Okay, go on and follow me. Like, I need to get to a thousand so I can start monetizing that shit. Pia, did you subscribe? I didn't. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've literally not been. I have been really bad with being online this week. I'm doing it right now. So, okay, fine. And I have have three YouTube accounts. So (laughs) and question, Pia, have you rated this podcast? I listen to it on Spotify. You can't rate on Spotify. I don't listen to it on Apple. Do you have Apple podcasts on your phone? I don't think so. What? I don't. I do have to pay for it. (laughs) That's why I don't have. Oh, I don't. Oh, I think right. so. I can listeners, right now. <laughs> listeners, um, please take literally a second. Like if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go back into the episode. If you're not driving, if you're driving, just keep your eye on the road. But if you're not driving, just go back to the ep- go back to my the the podcast page. Scroll down a little bit. You'll see. Oh no, I'm down to four point seven rating. Oh no, I need to get up. So I'm gonna. I keep rating myself for five stars. Rate me five stars, please. I'm sure I'm getting bad ratings because of the Dorit thing. It's Why? Crazy. I feel like a lot of people agreed with us. I got mixed reviews. People, uh, there was, you know, I got, I lost a good amount of fall. I lost about 80 followers, but that also, sometimes it just cleans out bots. Um, but speaking of the Dorit, let's get into the episode. Okay. Um, I have changed my theory. And it's a little bit of a combination of what Jamie Stein said on his, uh, he, he posted something to his Instagram account and I'm going to read it now because I think that when he first wrote it, I was still in such a place of like, I don't buy it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not open to that. Um, so here's what he said, because he he was get, Jamie Stein, for people who don't know, is an intuitive. He does. That's just something he does for a living. But then he he kind of uses that to tap into Bravo celebrities. And so that's what his podcast is. And he wrote he posted that he said, I think what happened to Dorit was real. I think she tends to be disconnected from reality in general. Mm-hmm. And so when something like this happens that wrenches into her that wrenches her into the most harrowing reality. I think she genuinely has no idea how to deal with it or react. It goes against the entire way she lives her life. So I think that this sort of explains why I did not understand her. I didn't connect to it. Right. It felt really inauthentic. Like when the dogs were barking at Kyle's and she was like, Kyle, what is that? Look, I don't want to be afraid anymore. Dorit is not my favorite person in general. Mm -hmm. She's very Dorit. Dorit is going to Dorit. And so (laughs) her process is like odd. And it's not going to stop being odd just because she goes through something. Yeah. And so there has been a theory floating around um, that possibly, because this is the second time they've been burglarized, 
possibly PK had arranged for them to be burglarized, that they could do an insurance claim on it. Yes, I agree. And <laughs> the dates got screwed up and Dorit was not supposed to be home. And this occurred. So it did really happen to her. But then this would explain why their behavior was so strange, mm-hmm. why they went from we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you to, okay, we're going to leave your phone. By the way, the phone wasn't just left at the gate. The phone was blinking. I saw that. That's why I was like, and then you would, you're like, and they left the, they left the gate open too. Like it, it was very strange. If you are robbing a place to leave it. So the details like that just seem absurd. Granted, they might just be terrible burglars. Yeah. But, um, it does seem because look, when the Kyle Mauricio burglary happened, I never thought that was fake because Mauricio makes a ton of money. And I don't really think they need to do an insurance claim fraudulently. And Kyle, Jeff, she seemed genuinely upset. And like, you don't see her wearing any of her shit anymore. Like, I I know that she did lose a, um, her an heirloom, which was like a ring from her mom. And I don't know if you ever saw this, but she um, she saw this. Uh, yep, I did. Yeah, the psychic or or whoever it was wearing it where where she thought wearing it. And then she tried to reach out to the person and be like, how do you have that ring and all this stuff? So that seems like genuine, like when you're like, hey, that's crazy that you would have such a specific rare item that looks just like my mom's. So I don't know. Hers seems more real. Yeah. I because again, Mauricio, literally his commission on those big ass properties is so high. Like he makes bank. So PK, on the other hand, what does PK do? Just boy George, I feel like. Is that what does he do? Is boy George like still like that active to get? I don't know. I don't I don't know. So it makes and and he's openly like last season. I remember it was kind of an awkward moment. He was with um, Rob, you know, Crystal's husband and Mauricio. It was the three of them outside, like smoking a cigar or something. And PK brought up his like bankruptcy or debt or something. And they got uncomfortable like they didn't know exactly what to say. So he has been dealing openly with some major financial issues. So if he had staged a robbery and no one was home, it would have been a victimless crime. Correct. Them being home up the ante. I still think it's odd that they didn't hear the glass, the sh- the door shatter, because I worked at a restaurant where there was a floor to ceiling glass enclosed wines, like wine. What do you call that? Kate? Cooler? Cooler. Yeah wine what do you call that seller no yeah um it's a version of a seller. room yeah. whatever um and they hadn't installed it right and the mm. stopper wasn't working and it was right next to a marble bar and so as it went to close it was i was the one who did it as i went to close it oh no it didn't stop and hit and just tapped the marble bar and the whole thing it was tempered glass just shattered like it all broke and then came crashing down. Oh my God. And they heard it outside down the street. It's really loud. So I'm having a hard time that they didn't hear that inside because they were home when that happened. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm having a hard time that they wouldn't have heard that happen, but okay, let's live in a, I'm going to live in a place that it all really did happen. And I'm going to look to the camera and I'm going to say, Dorit, I apologize 
for mocking your pain. Okay. I'm not above apologies. I just because I don't connect to it, just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it's not real. Because when Kyle played that voicemail, which was a little weird, I know Dorit gave her permission to play it, but I was like, this is a little strange. We've never in our lives seen this happen. I've never on in Housewives history. We've never, ever heard someone play a frantic voicemail like that. Yeah. Not once. I am. I personally am just. I actually, okay, I, I'll, I'll take a moment. I'll apologize too, because again, I don't, I'm gonna, I don't apologize for questioning because that's the whole gig. They sign up, they're putting their business out there. So it's only like natural for us to question stuff. And the whole thing felt off. So I don't, I'm not sorry for like questioning it necessarily, but I do feel, I am sorry for maybe being a little bit loosey goosey with my words because you know, that is a trauma. And I do, I do agree with your new theory. I still think that there is something off about it. I feel like it happened for Dorit in that moment, but I don't, I still think that it was set up in some way. So it's just, and I think it's one of those, remember when you remember when you said that, um, she's she was slightly embellishing details yeah I think that the detail because I just I went back and rewatched her telling it to the group when they're at Kyle's I think the detail of her saying guys you've taken a lot get out while you can I think that's an embellishment that's what I'm saying like okay to piggyback off of everything I really resonate with your new theory but the thing is, I think she was clued in afterwards, like, hey, girl, you were actually never in any danger. Like, PK probably admitted it to her later. Like, you know, he said it. Up oh, I feel really you think he would. Admit, I feel like he'd take that shit to the grave. No, I think that he would tell. I think that they do share everything together because I, I, I do think I think that they I think he would tell her that, which is why I think I don't this, know. This is why. Hold, hold on. Go with me for just a second. Okay. Okay. I think that's why we're getting so many, what it feels like inauthentic moments, because I think that what all of that, all of the, some of these things actually happen. And even if she knew it happened afterwards, it still was scary for her in that moment. So like, she can still feel scared, even if she like, nothing was like, there was no actual imminent threat. And she found that out. It's still, that's still freaking scary. Um, but I think that's why there, we are getting some of these what feels like inauthentic embellished moments because she's trying to keep up whatever facade is going on with this. uh, If we're going to go with our theory that PK did mismanage the robbery timing, like the, I'm going to kill you. Like the, the, um, some of, some of the, I feel like she's some of the, the moments where it feels like she's overacting with like, Find it, find find the foot. Well, maybe not that one because she probably wouldn't have known yet, but I don't know. It just seems like I feel like there's certain moments where I just there are it's trying to be too much. Now, now ride with me on this. Okay. Ride with me with that because that's exactly where I was landing too. Ride with me here. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is fun. Dorit is like that. That's True. how Dorit is. And that's why we were like, what is this? 
think of like when people go through a tragedy, we kind of expect them to sort of become these like angelic, innocent babies, like innocent baby angels. But it's Dorit still at the end of the day. And Dorit up until this whole thing happened was not my favorite. She pissed me off so much last season. Like I wanted to like take my earrings off and go kick her ass a few times. Like I was so not like I know how to fight, but it's like, it was like, I was getting so upset with her because she was so like she, all of last season, Garcelle would say things so directly to Dorit. Garcelle would be like, Dorit, you talk a lot. And Dorit would go into her confessional and be like, it's like Garcelle's trying to tell me something. Yeah. And I'm like, she just said it. Yeah. And yeah. so it would drive me nuts because then and then that that the teep the 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 lip party oh, thing. that lip stupid and, when, lip and when she had the nerve to the way she talked to Garcelle at that event was so condescending and so horrible and so rude. Dorit is disconnected from reality. If you go back and rewatch Dorit's seasons, she's pretty often horrible. Oh, absolutely. And especially it's so funny because they like they try to make it they they are able to now like you know the click the inner circle which is uh rena erica kyle and dorit they they all had beef with each other mm-hmm. but they almost want to erase history as if it doesn't happen but when but they'll like jump on other people in the cast that are in the like minority of it and when i say minority i'm saying like not a part of the inner circle mm-hmm and bring up all their shit like you're the common denominator. Oh. This. And it's so interesting to me because all of them have had their own things, but they always and I they just always act as if like all that stuff never happened. And it really I'm like, you're they're gaslighters and I don't lo- like it. it 100%, me off. 100 percent. And also, just to go back to Kyle and the voicemail thing, I am I'm tired of Kyle. <laughs> I'm so tired of her because it ma- she's making this whole Dorit robbery about her, like Kyle's feelings, like even with the Sutton thing looking like from the moment it happened, like I feel like Kyle has latched on to this robbery thing. That's like going to be her hook in for her. Like she felt like that's her storyline now. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you going to like jump on Dorit's little storyline that she that they may have. <laughs> You would mean it like, how are you going to just jump on that? And and she is milking it for everything it's worth. Like, I think almost all of her Kyle scenes have Dorit's name is in her mouth. And I'm like in her play. I know Dorit gave I her didn't even clock that. That's interesting. It's getting on my nerves. And I know <laughs> Dorit gave Kyle permission to play the voicemail. But Kyle, why did you feel the need to play such an intimate voicemail? I'm not. You could have explained it to us. We didn't need to hear that. I felt that was, I, I That's know dumb. that Dorit, I agree. I know that Dorit approved it, but I was like, we don't, we can just guess. She's too much. All we had to hear was that she called you with the panic attack in the middle of the night. That's yeah. all I, I didn't need to hear it. She's, she's too much. She's like, even, even going back to that first episode when um, Dorit comes over to Kyle's house to explain to the group on camera what happened because I'm sure you know they have to get it on camera she wasn't going to let people the cameras in right away so that was their opportunity to have to re-explain what happened on camera to her friends and Kyle's just back there with her like emoting like (sighs) 
And like just everything, every like bat, you're at a 10. I need you to get to a three. Like this isn't your moment back there. Like it's like an extra in a movie who's just constantly trying to get on camera. Let me try to find interesting things to do back here. Are they catching me? Like, are you trying to go for a daytime Emmy? I like the idea of like Kyle as that extra who they have to be like, hi, who the extra back there. You can you not do all of that? Yeah. And like the director, you right. The director's like, hey, hey, extra in the red hoodie. If you could take a step to your left, more left, more, more left. Get this bitch out of frame because she is just (laughs) pulling focus. I'm like, girl, these are the days of our lives. Like, what what are you doing? <laughs> like, yes. And Kyle is um, I mean, the Sutton, the Sutton scene was very jarring. And so it I'm actually not too mad at Kyle bringing it up to the group because this is what the TV show is about. One time it, every go back every scene, though, Emily. Every scene of Kyle's has something to do with Doree. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking about when she brings to the group, she's like, okay, I had a conversation with Sutton. Right. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Some people are mad at her doing that. I, I'm like, we do need a TV show. Right. And as much as Kyle is annoying, she's been doing this the the longest from day one. So she's like, this is what the TV show is. And Sutton gave her content. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not mad about that because I totally agree. We are on a TV show. So you do have to bring it to the group. Like, I think we discussed that last time. And like you like in normal life, when you have a group of friends, you would never even if your friend did that, you wouldn't like publicly out them like that. But you're on a TV show. So you kind of have to like that's what you signed up for. So I'm actually not mad about that. It's just. I guess Kyle's just really bad at acting or something because she's just she's just taking it to a like a an extra level. You know what I mean? She we bring it up, but like then she doesn't know how to she just like once the resolution happens, she doesn't know how to let it go. Like, you know what I mean? She's brought it up to the group. We kind of move forward. That's what they always I know. And I'm like, okay, Kyle, we need a new a new thing like you can't keep your you're really trying to stretch it out and we we we've put a button on it now like thank you for bringing it up we put a button on it like move on and Kyle Kyle doesn't know how to do that and it just irritates me it irritates me none of them really do none of the Most inner of cir- them. none Most of the of inner them. circle do the yes the, the inner the, cir- the, the, the fox five the fox force fools trademark the fox four what is it fox four Fox Fools. Force Fools. Fox Force Fools. I love that. Because they are the Force Fox Force Fools. Five. That was their little nickname from when Teddy was in a picture with them. Now they are the Fox Force Fools. Yes. And that is what I will be. We will be calling them Are you going to caption that. it that? Did you not see my post? Wait, which one? You have so many. God damn it, Emily. You have like 20 posts and I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's insane. Because like you, all your posts like. My whole feed is just you, but it's in a good way, too, because, you know, I can I can't get enough Bravo. But girl, I'm like, I, I I'm sorry. I say it every time. I do not know how you're doing. all that. <laughs> like, like even COVID, like you're like, I am like, I am dead to the world. I was like, but you just made 20 perfect 
slides. How did you do that? <laughs> it's so it, it, it's stupid, actually, to be it's honest. It's not stupid. It's brilliant. Oh, <laughs> okay. God. Yeah, no. Fox Force Fools trademarked bitches. <laughs> that is what we are going to call. You heard it here. Oh, yeah. The season. Fox Force Fools. Fox Force Fools. That's it. Um. So when Kyle tells the group about the whole Sutton conversation, oh, wait, by the way, Pia, are you able to see the document? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's on my, it's, oh, you are. OK, so right here. listeners, what you don't know is I normally t- I take notes that I go off of and I wanted to I wanted Pia to be able to like join in on it. I don't know why. I don't know what this will do. I'm just curious to see what happens. Yeah, I have it up. It's on the side here. OK, yeah, that's mm-hmm. um. When she tells her about what Sutton says, Garcelle, of course, is amazing. Garcelle's like, listen, I see where this is going. I see what we're doing. We're about to have a whole scene where we talk about someone who's not here. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, it's going to be, she sees what they do. She's like, I get how you guys operate every season. Okay. You have a scene where it's hearsay. Like one person says something and you have a scene and talk about it. And then that's what the whole season's going to be. We're not going to do that. And then Dorit, (laughs) Dorit goes, I think that's just a tad too insensitive. <laughs> that was really good to read. I didn't. I like became to read for a second. You did. Um, yeah. Okay. So then. Oh, wait, hold on. When Kyle <laughs> talks about her stores having to go like online, the flashback to Kyle's original store, like seeing, first of all, seeing her old face, because like their faces evolve so much, you know, that was like like, unintentional shade. And I love it. You're right. It wasn't intentional. I didn't. I mean, it as a compliment because like money, like you can afford to. I want to change everything. Let's do it. But she absolutely she's always she was always so stressed out every time she went into her store. So she was like, like the flashback is her like cleaning the glass and she's like, keep your keep your grubby paws off it. And they're like, I hate when you come in. Yeah, the employee's so, like, get out. Her and her old timey like talk is so funny. Like, uh, which what did she call Denise Richards? Oh, uh, oh um, ragamuffin. <laughs> get your grubby paws. Get your grubby paws off of this. <laughs> she says grubby paws a lot. She I feel does. like she said that before, right? I, she's definitely said that get before. Get your grubby paws <laughs> off of this. <laughs> I feel like she said that one time making fun of Lisa. I remember exactly when she said it first. Okay. Well, okay. It was um at the re- at a reunion and Kyle and T- it was Kyle Taylor and Lisa Vanderpump on a couch. Mm-hmm. And it was when Lisa Vanderpump was like openly annoyed by Taylor for the whole season. And Andy was like, you know, Lisa, why do you not like Taylor and Kyle? Are you jealous of their relationship? And Kyle was like, Lisa, let's face it. If I were to be like this affectionate with you, you'd be like, get your grubby poles off of me. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. It's <laughs> accurate. Um, then Kyle asks where a jack in the box is on her way down. And I they made like, me hungry. I ordered I ordered uh, what's it called? Shake Shack. I'm not lying. I was like, <laughs> that looks fucking good. And I waited two hours for it because it's near Shake Shack. It's like at Century City Mall. <laughs> Two hours. God, that's so annoying. I was like, I and I kept staring at I was the, gonna say, did you keep checking the app? You're like, now like, where is it? Now where are you it? fucking moving? I'm like, I'm hungry. Oh, that makes me mad. I hate when that happens. Um, we get a cute moment with Car- Garcelle getting like an art delivery thing that mm-hmm. was like a big, you know, oh, amethyst butterfly yeah. wing thing. What was it like gem gem? No, not gemstone. It's uh isn't that amethyst? Amethyst? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I made that up. 
<laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately uh-huh. co-signed. Hundred percent. Yep, sure is. Uh huh. Hundred percent. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, Erica's scene about fashion. Okay, here's something I have to say about Erica. Okay. She's extremely uncomfortable. Like no one is more uncomfortable being vulnerable than Erica. So the fact that she is in the situation that she's in, mm-hmm. she's so uncomfortable talking about how she's fallen from grace. So she's yeah. like, normally I would sell my clothes and use the money to buy new clothes, but I can't. So, you know, now I have to wear the same thing again, <laughs> but she's trying so hard to maintain. Like, I want to know like how far she's going to fall and still maintain that. Like she'll be in like a cardboard box and she'll be like, normally I would call my butler, but now I still just make this can of soup using this like she is trying and it's just so funny to me I've I don't think I've ever seen Erica in I don't even know how many seasons she's been on so far ever eat fast food and this bitch is living off of it because I mean I feel like we have we have but I mean maybe it's just because I feel like she's just eating it so like she's talked about Taco Bell now and I've like they're going to the jack in the box. I feel like I think a part of it is like she's had professional chefs be able to prepare. Like when's the last time she probably like cooked for herself? You know what I mean? And she admits that she doesn't cook. She's like, right. I don't and, cook. Uh, there's nothing There's nothing against that. Honey, I am ordering shit all the time. So I get it. If I was rich, that's that's one of the first things I would be doing oh, is getting myself a I professional dream chef. Of it. But it's just so interesting because to see the downgrade in her life, like she is probably just like, post maining it up like uh-huh. this is the easiest option right now like i i mean just, i was kind of nice to see her being like i am eating these salty she was loving eating those salty fresh like salty. <laughs> i actually have to say you're right we saw more fast food in this episode like shamelessly than we really have ever seen i know and it looked good as fuck i know now i'm like do i want mcdonald's today <laughs> I need to call myself out. So my no sugar, no dairy queens. I'm sorry. I let you down. I was cleaning out my closet. I completely forgot that I had bought um, these box of chocolates. I bought a few of them for clients of mine. And I was like, oh, fuck, I I really wanted sugar today. And this was the last thing I should have found. Like, I should not have discovered these today because today's specific. This was yesterday. Um, but I was like, I need to give these to my clients. So I yeah. bought them, put them by, put them out so I wouldn't forget them. And around, I'd kind of fallen asleep and I got back up and was literally like a magnetic pull. I was pulled towards the box of chocolates and ate four of them. I literally saw it in my head. You being like, like you just like trying to like dust around your room and you're just like the box is just like pulling you. (laughs) I was like asleep, woke up and was like, "Mm and they were kind of they were kind of of melted too so like once I started eating one I was like well I have to finish it because I can't take like a clean bite so I was like and then like then you look up and you're like I am ashamed (laughs) and then I so when I first thing when I woke up this morning I I looked over and I saw the box and I was like god damn it that is it's it's crazy I I go through this cycle. I'll have like a few really good days. Like I'm trying specifically most, I'm trying not to do dairy, sugar, or gluten. Gluten is the easiest for me because uh-huh. you can me like, too. that's the easiest one. I can completely go gluten-free. It's the cheese is my number one offense. I could, sugar is not that bad for me, but occasionally, you know, whatever, but 
the cheese has been getting me. I'll have like three clean days. And then they ordered a pizza last night at work. No oh, pizza. I, mm. And I swear, and I've been actually pretty good about not eating the food that they order for us at night. This looks like the, I haven't seen them make the buffalo mozzarella pizza. So I was like, that shit is gooey. I was like, I'm eating it. Yep. And I just ate two slices and then I was in the corner like, shame. 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 <laughs> it just feels. And then, I'm like, and then I was like, I'll be good tomorrow. Shame. Uh, I know that. And then I like, I immediately am like, don't. Then I like you punish. Then you go you, to the punish place, which is right? bad. That is the problem. And I'm trying to break that. And anyone listening, it's the binge cycle. If you if you struggle with binge eating disorder, like I do, that is the cycle of it. You you eat the forbidden food. Um, and that is why I'm not doing this for weight loss purposes, even though it seems like I, sh- I am or like that's what it should be. It's because I literally have joint pain and like inflammation. So yeah. painful. So, so painful. Um, I actually am surprised I don't feel that bad, but it's because I haven't been eating it. So the mm-hmm. little amount clearly is like my body is like, OK, we're cool. Yeah. We don't don't go overboard, girl. Don't even don't girl. Don't do it again. Okay. But my problem is once I taste the forbidden fruit, that's, I'll black out for three days and be bad. That's what happened when I had COVID. <laughs> like once I I know that it tri- they've proven that dairy and sugar. Well, we know sugar, but they trigger like a drug in your brain. It's like the same as like a doing cocaine cheese mm. specifically. And it's so good. Yes. And so once <laughs> it's so I good. once I quote let myself eat that, then I'm like, well, I already fucked up. So that I mean, is exactly what I say in my head. I was like, well, I already fucked up. I mean, like today's the day I'm just going in like and then you kind of get a food hangover. So then you're like, well, then I'll do it tomorrow, too. Yes. Oh, my God. And then I'm talking shit about myself. So I'm like, you piece of shit, you weak piece of shit. Like, how how could you? (laughs) Yeah. So here's what we got to do. Here's what we got to do. And this is for Pia, for me, for you, for anyone listening that struggles with this. We have to do the opposite. When we go to start talking shit, we have to show more love. Okay. Because my, my therapist taught me this. She said, imagine in those moments, you're talking to your childhood, you like your, your inner, like you as a kid, Mm -hmm. imagine like what you would say to your little kid self and how you would talk to your little kid self, because it's easier to tell my adult self, like you idiot. Yeah. But if I imagine like little Emily, which is where all this shit started, I'd be like, girl, you got this. You're fine. Love you anyway. Yeah. We're moving on. We got this. Okay. That's so that's such a good way of putting it. Cause like it puts me in a bad mood. Cause I've just like, literally, bu- I bullied my own self. Uh-huh. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Pia. Yeah. I bullied my own self and it's like, and then I'm upset for the rest of the day and people can see it. Like my energy's off. I'm, off. I will like cancel plans. Yeah. I like, don't want to see people. Cause I'm like, they know. Yeah. Like my, st- like, and the things that feel so good in the moment too, like, but like, yeah, I'm not necessarily doing it for like weight loss. It's just like, I'm, she's just really like, I can feel the difference in my body when I have dairy and, and like, I'm bloated. And I, I don't feel good. I don't want, like, I just, I can, I feel like I can feel the effects of it. Yeah. Almost yeah. immediately. <laughs> so because our, like, I can't tolerate dairy. 
Yeah. Like, and I've known that my whole life. Yeah, I me too. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> it was like I backed up for a little bit. I don't care. It was so good. And then it <laughs> wasn't until my joint started to like my stomach. I'm like, my stomach always hurts. Yeah. But then my joint started to hurt. And I was like, okay, I need my hands. Like I yeah. need them to function. Yeah. So, all right. That was our food segment. Shit. That was our <laughs> self-love and food segment. Yes. Because we have to, I'm, I'm trying my best to like, remind remind all of us we're in this together yeah we got each other but you know okay continue here we go um pk calls kyle p i didn't realize how close pk and kyle were specifically they've talked quite a bit during this whole thing well i mean it makes sense because pk and mauricio have become like essentially best friends they go on vacations together off off um outside of filming so that makes sense and especially like I mean, it's just actually so interesting how far Dorit and Kyle's relationship has come in general. So, yeah, they were like frenemies for a minute, minute yeah. there when they were and both kind of like kind fighting of on it. They do. But I think that. I think that they had like they had that type of friendship where like they might get annoyed with each other, but like it's always surface stuff like they, I don't think they either of them ever get too deep with they're like remember argument. last season's weird they had like a five second yeah thing and then the whole thing with erica happened they were like we can get over it. we don't need anything for the season now we can just go with erica's thing yeah we can drop it um kyle talks about how hard of a time she had recovering after the break-in and i'm actually pretty impressed that kyle didn't talk more about it like on camera mm-hmm. she i'm surprised she hasn't milked that more right wouldn't you think she would yeah, and I think it again, which is why it Kyle's felt more authentic to me is I think for her it was like she one she wasn't there, so it wasn't like she had that trauma, but like I like for her it was like just things that got left. I think the more more of like her mom stuff was like the only thing that really bothered her about the the whole situation. But yeah, I feel like I don't know that that's why it kind of felt more real to me because it like that's not a storyline for her. It was like happened in her life. Does that, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so it wasn't like, oh, yay, storyline. Like it was like, no, this shit happened and I'm mad about it. Like, yeah. And I'll, I'll deal with it off. Like, I don't want to like deal with it. Yeah. This is not for the show. <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you there. I concur. Um, the, All the women meeting at Erica's uh, to get to get ready to go down there and they're like let's get a roadie oh my god that was the best i loved that let's get a roadie going and all acting like they've like diana's like i don't even know what a roadie is but i'll have one <laughs> like girl you're not rich your whole life you don't know what a roadie is Weren't she's also for- foreign though that's true they she they probably don't do that that's an american thing yeah i do love a good roadie though that's like my favorite part of like if you're going to like road trip like roadies only the only problem is that you have to pee it like so bad like once you finish it and like the 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 when you have to pee from a roadie it's no joke yeah that is true gotta pee um so we've got diana and crystal in one car erica garcelle and renna in another car and erica garcelle and renna get the they get the fast food i'm not gonna lie i reviewed to make sure i saw renna eating the reason oh, I say yeah, this, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to talk about this because I don't like the accusation that Rena has like an eating disorder because I don't think she has an 
actual eating disorder, but I do think she has disordered eating because mm-hmm. Rena is very, very thin. Uh, that's one thing. She's clearly very concerned about staying and maintaining her weight. But in a lot, she does this thing where she'll order pretty much the same. Like whenever anyone orders a drink, she'll be like, I'll have that too. Like she doesn't really have, she always orders whatever anyone else is getting, mm-hmm. uh, which sticks out to me. Uh, and she'll comment on food. Like when, like the pancake cake, like she's like, Oh, this is a pancake cake. And she didn't take one bite of it. Mm. And so like I clock her eating. She's just very careful with what she eats. And you don't often see her actually eating. Mm-hmm. And I'm hyper aware of it. Maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe this is feeding into something. But I went back and she she is taking a bite of food. Okay. But I was I, aware of it. I agree with that. I don't think that she I I think her whatever her eat her relationship with food is uh in comparison to like the relationship to food that um her daughter has. Well, I wasn't even gonna go with her daughter. I was gonna go with what's her name from Jersey? Um Jackie. Jackie. It's so starkly different for me where like it's so evident that like Jackie doesn't eat or is eating not in a the like not in a healthy way. And Rena to me is just like it just like she grew up in Hollywood. She like she grew up in a time where you had to be that skinny. So totally. that's just her, her mentality. So I just think that her relationship with food is just different. So she'll like I think she eats probably everything that we eat, but she just eats very, very small amounts of it. Yeah, like she she's really she's probably really good at like that's enough food. Like I'm not saying that that's like a health. I'm also not saying that that's healthy. I'm just saying like I think very that she has, disciplined. She's very disciplined. Like she'll eat probably everything. She'll have an in and out burger. She'll have pizza, whatever it is. But she's just not gonna sit here and I'll eat a whole I'll, I'll eat a whole pizza. She's not gonna sit there and eat a whole pizza. Like she'll have a slice, mm-hmm. and, and that like, is good. I'm done and. I'm good. Thank you. Exactly. And she's and I think that that is probably why I'm triggered by it, because I don't have that discipline. Yeah. And then she's also I think she's probably very much into working out and stuff like that. So she's not only. And the thing is, you can eat it. You can eat all you want. But like if like I think she I think she works out a lot. And I'm like, I'm not I'm I, I don't love working out. I don't even think, though, that that is she doesn't really like you can't outwork out. You can't like work out. Well, hold on. How do I say that? You can't out exercise a lot of binge eating. Situation. Right. But I don't think she binge eats. No the thing. It's like she's like so she's eating whatever mm-hmm. small amounts, but she's also super active. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got you know it. What I mean, it's the combo. Yeah. I feel like she's also not saying that around to also not saying that that's healthy, not advocating yeah. to do that. I'm just saying I think that's what she does. She because you're right. She she was in Hollywood at a time where you had to be you had thin. to be. Like you people who are like over like a hundred pounds were considered too big. Like and she had a hard time breaking into Hollywood. So I bet that it was like she was like, I she's a hustler. So she's like, I will be this weight. I will never change it. And this yeah. is my moneymaker. This is what I do. Exactly. And so she this she's that's her brand. And it's like after a while, if you're so conditioned to to do that, like it. She probably doesn't even think about it. Like, like exa- going back to Jackie, I don't think Rena is actively ever thinking about it. I think she just, it's just something like she yeah. just, oh, that's just how she, you know, goes I about agree. life. It's I not agree. something that she's like, oh no, I can't have that much. It's, I just think that it's just 
she has trained herself to eat a certain way and live a certain lifestyle. And that's just how she does it. And I agree. I do not think she thinks about it. (laughs) I agree. And that is why I'm triggered by it. Yeah. And and that is you. And I'm sure her daughter is super triggered by it, too. It's going back to that. Yeah, it's I'm like, how do you do it? Uh, Diana says an amazing line. She says, I don't go to stores. I, the clothes designers, they send me clothes and I keep what I like and I send back what I don't. <laughs> and I then, said, do and, I then she's, love and, you? Then she, and then she says, and I pay for it. Like, did and you I, hear that part? No. She says it. She says, like, after she says that line, she says, and I pay for it. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, it goes to like her, like, hey, I have the abundance of money. Yes, people send like I'm like, I got it. Like, I don't I don't need free shit, Lisa. Um, I, I pay for my shit. OK. Uh, Dorit and Kyle, Dorit is at Kyle's and Kyle goes, you look gorgeous. And Dorit goes, I know <laughs> she's so damn Dorit. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Damn it, Dorit. And Diana is at this level of of rich that she goes, I always have my team. They go wherever I'm traveling. They go and they make sure it's how I like it. And so cut to her team being like, she doesn't like her back facing a window. Okay. So like literally rearranging a hotel room to make sure she's comfortable. Actually, that's that whole thing stood out to me a lot because it actually goes back to what how we are and i know why she doesn't want her back to a door or window she needs to see who's coming in mm. and it goes back to what she said in the first episode where she was like i was with kim when the robbery thing happened and i felt like it was like not safe and i had my uh chair up underneath the door handle like i actually do think she thinks about that kind of stuff she's like yeah, oh hell she, no but she could also just like move the chair herself I mean, of course, but she's too rich to do that. She's way too rich. <laughs> she would never. <laughs> okay, so this next part is where I was like, wait, maybe Dorit. This is what maybe changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Dorit's sorry little headband look. I was like, okay. Your subtle shades are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even mean it like that. I, I know like- you don't. That's why it's funnier. I... <laughs> When I saw this, I went, okay, guys, maybe this is real. Because- <laughs> Guess what's the headband? <laughs> <laughs> the smoking gun is her shitty headband. Because I'm like, I remember I bought like on Amazon, I, I bought like a pack of headbands like that and tried to like make it work and was like, this isn't working. But here is Dorit trying to make it work. And I was like, huh, that... That That's, doesn't, you know, work. And uh, she said, I just feel very uninspired. And I'm like, okay, this is real. Honestly, that's the realest thing that you've just said in the sense of me completely going on the side of she didn't know, because I was still slightly on the fence about it. And that's the smoking gun for me now. <laughs> See? Dorit not being able to, because I actually do quite like Dorit's style and I do like even though like there's some some moments where it have been questionable with her hair choices not really a lot but like the foil the foil golden goose moment that she had a few seasons back where it's like the wet look with all that foil on top of her head I wasn't mad at it it was a bold choice but I, like so like 
I always look at her fashion. I'm like, I like some of your, your choices. And that headband wasn't it. And I was like, it was real. <laughs> the trauma, the trauma is real. She can't think. She can't think of her styling. And when Garcelle, like in her confessional, when she's like, Dory loves putting a look together and she loves that. And so not to, to see her not wanting to do that is pretty sad. I trust Garcelle so much. Yeah. But I was like, wait, she's right. Okay, guys. And then yeah. I, that is when all my wheels started to turn and I went back to Jamie Stein's post and I was like, okay, this, you know, it might just be that she's Dorit and she's being very Dorit about it. Yeah. And that's what's not connecting for me, but I can't imagine her faking all of this. She's not an actress. And this, and to commit to like calling Kyle in the middle of the night or in the morning or whatever. Yeah, it's just a lot of attack. That's a lot of commitment. It's a lot of it would be a lot of plotting, which is like in in the first episode, like I had my moments here and there where I was like, is this real? Is it not? But it was just so over dramatized. And you're right. That is Dorit. Like she has a whole accent that's made up, guys. Yeah. And again, like we're not above being wrong and I'm not I'm not going to be mad at myself for questioning it. It all felt a little weird and off. And I still am questioning parts of it, but her portion of it to read. Okay, well, I'm I'm just gonna be like, it happened for her. It That's happened all. for her, and then it makes <laughs> sense that it's like a staged robbery gone wrong. Yeah, because the details still don't fully add up. Like a take a a robber going here. I'm gonna take this flashing phone, light up phone outside to the gate leave the gate open and leave i'm like whoa that's a bold move yeah i mean maybe they again maybe they just were really that bad at it but it doesn't pk's always been a huge question mark like how do you guys have money to buy this to rent buy whatever you guys are doing with this house it doesn't make sense what do you do boy george isn't giving you that much in revenue it's didn't he pay off his debt and I did yes yeah. so I have had a few people write in with some details like the Bellagio he had a debt to the Bellagio and that was paid in full um after like the insurance claim money came in mm-hmm. so I'm sure that was beneficial to him to get that money we all know he's in massive amounts of debt so it just wouldn't surprise me and like if no one's home what's the crime you know, yeah, the, the the guys who robbed the place get to make money off the handbags and the watches and they get the insurance claim money. Just unfortunately, I still I don't know if I buy that PK would ever admit he set it up. That is a like I can't ima- like admitting to Dorit like when you were terrified for your life and our kids lives. Oops, <laughs> we got the date wrong. And these idiot robbers, like now, like thinking about it that way, like these morons, they're like, what date was it again? Yeah, I, you know, I get I guess what's still like troubling me is that she didn't set the alarm. I, I agree. There's Especially just so many potholes. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this. I think I forgot to mention this on the pod. My sister's clients that lived across the street from Dorit moved out because there were so many break-ins in the area right wouldn't they set alarms religiously that's my thing it's just like so that's it's like i parts of it still are just not making 
sense. It just, it just still isn't sitting completely right with me, but I am kind of, you know what it, what it is? It's like how I feel about the ladies on uh, Beverly Hills when they're beating a storyline to death. I'm just going to let this one go. Because yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to keep being insensitive to Dory. And if she's willing to commit this hard like, to this story, it. I'm going to let her have it. You want to give it to her. And at the end of the day, I really don't give a shit. Like if, if in the sense of like in this, her kids are safe. She is safe. No, in a, her kids don't know anything that happened. So I can take that element out of it and not care about that. Like, oh, this is, well, why would you traumatize your kids? That's not even an issue. So I can like, it is kind of like a harmless, whatever, if it were to be set up and all he's really trying to do is pay off some debts. So he's trying to pay off his, pay off his debts. That's noble in some way. And you're just, you're just defrauding the insurance company, which I really don't care about. Yeah, we don't Um, care about them. I don't care about them. Uh, So in the grand scheme of things, let's go with, let's go back to this was all set up. It's really not hurting anyone, right? Uh-huh. Erica's situation hurt actual people. So that is why I can't let that go. Oh, and no, I no, won't no. let that. And go. we will not let that go. And when so, we're done recapping this episode, we'll be talking about the preview for next week. That is oh, God, disgusting, disgusting, insane. OK, yeah. so. Now we have Sutton stopping by Crystal's room Mm -hmm. and I'm dying over Sutton is like seemingly all unaware of what Crystal could possibly be about to tell her. Crystal's like, okay, so um, I just want to tell you because like we're we're, you know, we're cool now. Um, And I had this Kyle had a conversation with all of us um, the other day about what happened after um, you know, the Dorit robbery happened and Sutton is like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? What? Ha- okay. Like, I'm like, are you, do you have no idea where she's going with this? You know, no clue, none. And when Crystal tells her what happens, then we get the full story of Sutton and why this was truly so triggering. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she says, you know, the idea of a gun being pointed at Dorit, my father took a gun. Yes, here it comes. Put it in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Oh, my God. I'm shaking. But like, didn't she say, sorry, I didn't have a gun to my head. She will later say that she says weird stuff when she's triggered. I have. Do you remember? Was it last season? Whatever. season. Whatever season it was where she um, opened her store, her mom came into town Mm -hmm. and she was like, mom, don't you miss dad? And her mom was like, no. Yeah. And she was was like, not at all. And her mom was like, listen, you have a different relationship with your fucked up father. Like, I don't have that relationship. And so I was like, yeah. So clearly Sutton's just got a weird home life, weird family, weird things that I don't relate to. And so oh. also that I like to also say another apology. I apologize to Sutton for doubting that you were triggered. I really mocked that. Yeah. And I don't want to mock that. And I think that I owe her an apology for that too. I I'm listening. I'm just going to fix my light. I, 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 I believed Sutton about the triggering thing. I just felt like I wanted her to own up to it a little bit more of like, like you, like she was just acting like 
I think that she wasn't giving us the this grounded explanation when she was talking to Kyle. And like I knew like it made sense what she was saying, the words that were coming out of her mouth, but her like intention didn't seem like uh, authentic or it seemed like she was using a backdoor excuse of why she said what she said with Kyle, but I also like Kyle's annoying. So maybe she just didn't feel like fucking talking to Kyle about it. So that's what I was like kind of getting to. Yeah, she's fucking annoying. So maybe I would be like that too. Like what, Kyle? What what (laughs) storyline? You trying to make this a thing? Okay, like I feel like that was probably really what Sutton's energy was when she was talking to Kyle. Like, oh, here we go. Kyle trying to make this a fucking thing. Like, I see. I see it. I see here. Trying to. I'm on to you, Kyle. Let's make your best friends with Erica. You want me to cry crocodile tears for Erica? Uh, Make Sutton Uh, the villain. Like, I see where we're going and shut it down. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Okay, we're not. Mm-mm, no, ma'am, you're not going to be doing this to me. Mm-mm, no, ma'am, I'm not doing that. She even went, Kyle. Exactly. But I think Crystal came the way that Crystal's energy was when she was telling this to sudden actually did feel like what a friend would come. Like you said, I've heard you said something really like off. And I'm giving you the opportunity like the ladies know about it. They're going to talk to you about it. This is. I'm and I'm coming to you because we're on a good trajectory right now. Is this true? Did you say this? And if so, what were you thinking? Like, what were what's like, and not like, what were you thinking? Like, what were you thinking? No, Can like, you I'm actually me? asking. Yeah. Like, please explain your thought process because it it's it's got to be something that makes yeah. more sense than you just being that insensitive. And that's my again my annoyance with Kyle it never feels like she's it's feel everything that she's saying when she brings things up it's just accusatory and Kyle masks it as concern and it's like no you want to accuse you want to out and it's not and you are closed off to hearing any other thing about it and and Crystal she came in open in not with no prejudgment about what she said she knew what she said and didn't didn't feel like she was judging it yet. She was giving her an opportunity to say her side of it. And and then now we got a, a better I think that now we got a better idea from Sutton because of how open Crystal was with the converse seemingly with the conversation, at least. That's how I feel about it. I feel like that's how we got we got a clearer version from Sutton out of Crystal's we, conversation. I mean, we got a clear version. Uh, and then she's like, cr- she's crying in her confessionals and stuff. I will, I have to, and I don't like to defend Kyle, but Kyle did say like, I'm just asking like, are you okay? Because it was very strange a response. And because Kyle experienced it, I think it was going to be a little bit more like that was weird as where Crystal's like, I wasn't there for any of it. So I can be more neutral. I get Get what you're saying but it's just like something about kyle always just comes like anytime i'm just like thinking of all of bravo history with kyle it always just comes off like when she i feel like when kyle has a stance on something and i get kyle is there so that she's gonna have like a stronger opinion about it like it's natural to do that it's just she's just always like we've just seen it time and time again. when they are their minds are made up it's just like there's this energy that comes off of it. And also, I, do, I, w- I don't trust yep. Kyle. So yep, yep, I just yep, yep, yep. I would just wouldn't I would be I personally would be always super guarded. Talking that's to that's very fair. That's very fair. Like once their mind is made up, that's it. 
Right. And, and, and then you can honestly tell your, be open and say your thing. And then we're like, no, it just seems like, I'm like, I hate when people say no, when you are saying your, your, your thoughts, I hate that. That's it's so it's like, well, what do you, where do I go from there? Yeah. Cause it's like, okay. So what do you want me to say then? Kyle, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say they did that. Remember her and Teddy did that when Erica was opening up at that dinner a few seasons back when they were, uh, I forget where they were. That was a fucking I, mess. I really hated that. And that's like my biggest example of that. I can, or clearest example of like Erica and I am not an Erica fan, but Erica in that moment, we've seen that she, it takes a really long time for her to trust people, especially a group of women. Yeah. And she, I felt like was being super vulnerable in expressing her feelings and being really kind in that moment saying like, I'm just now starting to trust you ladies. And like, thank you for like being patient with me essentially. And then Kyle and Teddy were like, but no, like I hate like, that. Feels like you hate us. I'm like, why did you pick this? One? They were also wasted blackout wasted. Yeah, so I kind of want to give them a little grace. Cause I have done stupid shit like that when I'm yeah. blackout yeah, wasted. That's true. That is a fair, that's fair. Like they woke up, up like, like Teddy was like, what did we say? What yeah. did we do? Cause Teddy was crying later. Like she, yeah. like Lisa Rinna was trying to like talk to her. I was like, Rinna, just let her go to bed. Uh, okay. At Kyle's store, no one loves a pre-party panic more than Kyle. This is like the most obnoxious habit. Every fucking party she throws, she has to do this scene where she's like, oh my God, the flowers don't go there. Oh my God. The vase needs to be moved like this. I'm like, Mm -hmm. can you, do we have to do, it's a, it's a, it's a tradition. It's a Kyle tradition. Um, Diana looks terrified to walk into this store. Diana, like, is at the cheese. I saw your post with you in the the, who, who, the Hillary the Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton, where she's like, "Where am I?" She is literally at the like doorway, the entrance, and she's like, "I don't do I walk inside of it?" She's like <laughs> truly confused as to what to do. Like, she's like, "Do we go in and then we buy the things inside?" She's like, "This is this is a st-. like." It was she was so confused. But then she throws the best shade. And I actually think she was trying. She thought she was giving a compliment. <gasps> yes. She, I know says, what you're talking about. she says the clothing is very pretty. It's even something I would wear at even my own house. I, I, like, I swear she thought that that was a compliment. Oh, she 100 percent did. And I I <laughs> audibly laughed. I died like I would wear it. Even at my own house, I can't wait for the reunion. You know they're going to bring that up because Andy loves I don't a good know. Mom. I think that I think that they will for for like they, a little they, shade. I feel it's like not, they it's might. Not gonna, it's not going to be a hot topic, but I think no, that I think that won't. I think that like you know how sometimes they have those like silly packages. I think that's going to be included. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but they'll move on because that we have bigger fish to fry. But or they for may sure. cut it. But like that, Kyle will be offended. Oh, absolutely. She's definitely going to be offended. Remember, she got offended when she was doing that fashion show uh, a couple of seasons back and she asked Dorit to help her like organize like or pick things. And Dorit had made the comments. Oh, she was pissed. Honestly, though, Kyle was so fucking annoying on that fashion show. She was like she showed up. She showed up at the last minute and said she hated everything. And then she tried to throw her other daughter in there. And the poor coordinator of the whole thing was like. I have just spent weeks prepping this and now you're throwing your stupid daughter into the mix. She didn't know what she was doing. Dorit did help her. Oh my God. I can't even talk. I about agreed stupid. with Dorit with everything. She was everything. Like, like, I know Dorit's businesses don't usually go anywhere, but 
she's mm-hmm. she's good at organizing them. Like every time she yeah. has her, like fashion shows and stuff like that, they're pretty well organized. She has an eye. Yeah, she definitely has an eye. And she was not wrong. She's like, all of this stuff should have been done by now. She was not wrong in saying that. She's like, why are we doing this the day before? And also then I think Dorit realized she's like, your team has done this. Like, you don't like let your team is like she was like, basically leave, Kyle. Yeah. Like, you need to get out of here. Um, I like that they didn't make us look at too much of Teddy. Like they let her be in the shot for five seconds. They're like, and that's it. Oh, my God. I didn't even see her. See? If you if you weren't paying attention, she was when Kyle made her speech. Teddy was there like like eh, taking a picture. And that was it. Thank you. P- appreciate it. You, you you I'm sure you've covered this at some point because you're always 20 steps ahead of me. But I, I know Teddy has made comments on her podcast uh, with Tamara that she refuses to be like to film unless she was like actually on, on the show. Like for real, like she's not going to do that anymore. Like like you Good. know how like I'm like. Teddy, thank you. We don't we really don't want to see like, we have been begging them like when we saw foot, we saw like Instagram posts of, of Teddy being there. And I think we all were like, why is Teddy there? Bravo. Listen to me. If you even think of making Teddy have a moment, we're going to be we're rioting. Yeah. So no. Uh, Sutton and Dorit talk. And so Sutton apologizes and, and says, you know, when I get upset, I say weird things. And I mean, we've seen her do it. She's a weird lady. She is very weird. She's so, a weird bird. Yeah. She's a she, weird little bird. She's like with her little skinny, scrawny legs. I have very thin legs. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. When Chris looked at her. <laughs> when she, you kicked me and I have very thin legs. <laughs> I was like, I didn't like what she made it seem like crystal like you're kicked with her. your ugly leather pants <laughs> she's weird Sutton is fucking weird she, the thing is i actually do buy that she just said what because she just whatever comes to her head she just says it and blurts it out like ugly leather pants like yeah. she just says shit like i understand that's still super insensitive to say like i'm sorry i didn't have a gun to my but i could also in her weird brain uh-huh just seeing her she just blurts out random shit and I believe I bought I, I felt she was being sincere in her apology. To I do, Dorit. too. It felt very I was like, OK, I got it. Like, I'm here with it. Um, real. It was a real quick shot, but they cut over to Erica and she's like, let me have some. She's asking for Erica's more champagne to that whole fucking episode. I'm kind of here for it. Like, I'm like, yes, be a mess, girl. Let's go ahead. I need to see where this goes because she's like, I'm enjoying this because I know how I know where it's ended where this huge motion has been passed and she's about to be in more trouble. So I'm like, let's just, let's yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Seeing the the breadcrumbs of her abuse of like alcohol is very interesting. We're seeing breadcrumbs. Like they're, they're planting the seed. Yep. Like, yeah. yeah that, you see that, what they're doing with editing. Yeah. Cause I was like, that was like an interesting moment to keep in. Cause it's like, obviously it's to build a case of what's happening later. Thanks, uh, bravo. <laughs> then she tells Diana to get her a Cartier ring. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I can you do that? Um, I didn't know you could just ask someone like, I need you to get me this ring. And Diana's oh, like, okay. I thought she was saying she needs Diana to get herself the rings. Oh. That's what I think she was saying. Oh. I don't think she. I don't think she was saying buy me the ring. She was like. Because I think she said something also along the lines of I want I need to live vicariously through you. Oh, 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 so I think she I like was, it better in my head. Oh, no, I, I. But the thing is, I don't think you're wrong in the sense of. 
And I'm going to, I'm going to put a pin in, I have like another thing where it's going to be later. Okay. Later. It's a hot okay. take that actually provided by my mom. I wouldn't want to speak to her. And I was like, I kind of already thought that, but then my mom made it, made my thought pattern super clear. So yeah, I'm going to put a pin in that, but your idea of what, of that is not wrong in my opinion. Yeah. Cause it, it was, it's, okay. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, Sutton and Kyle having their funny, like backstabby, like, yeah, that was fun. Sutton. I'm going to say this about Sutton this season. She's just up for it. She's up mm-hmm. for the game. She gets what it is now. She's a lot more comfortable. She she's figured out that like she she's only really got Garcelle. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's her only real alliance. And she's cool with it. Like she, yeah. you know, she's she's playful with this stuff. She's not taking it so sensitively. She's not like having to leave and cry. I appreciate that because yeah. we'll even see later. <laughs> we'll see later. Okay. Back at Kyle's <laughs> Diana reveals that she's a Leo. And Kyle's <laughs> that like, was a really fun moment. I was like, but Kim's daughter has the exact same birthday and she's a Virgo. And Diana's like, no. Uh, and I think Diana posted on her inner stories. Like some astrologer was like, actually Diana is correct. It depends on uh, where the sun was and whatever. So my dad has studied astrology since he was like, Oh really? 19, nine, yep. Like 19 years old. So I've grown up knowing all about my chart, knowing about my dad does it by hand. Okay. Like my dad doesn't Ooh. even do it automated. My dad like takes a pencil to paper and does math equations, like figuring out degrees. Like my dad's old school. He That's has, like, impressive. Books. I know. So I know all about this shit. And so when she, when they were trying to say like, you're depending on where you were born and stuff. I'm like, that could technically be true. Um, it also is kind of true that they've rediscovered that some of the, some of the stuff is incorrect, but there's so much more to your chart than just your sign. There's your moon, there's your, um, rising, there's your Saturn. There's, there's, the whole chart is what makes mm-hmm. up you as a person. Okay. Um, and there's planets that move through your chart. And my dad throughout my whole life, like he would randomly send me an email. He'll be like, uh, do you feel like you're having a hard time like communicating with people? Because Jupiter is moving through this house and that's the house of communication. And I'm like, whoa, that's exactly what I've been feeling. If you wow. study and do it, if you know what you're doing, it is an actual like science. How lucky are you to have like a built in astrologer essentially to like tell you all that? That's so cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely been helpful. But I, that's also why, like when people look at their like uh, a lot, of, I'm very I'm very picky about astrology because mm-hmm. half the time I'm like, you don't know what you're fucking talking. About. Right. I so, just go in generators and I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> my dad's actually and you you also like to get a reading like from someone good is cool, too. So like my yeah. dad has done readings for a bunch of friends. And that he's, is so cool. Like he's even figured out like I had a, I had a guy friend once. I think it was an ex-boyfriend. I can't remember who the person was, but I remember it was a guy and my dad was looking at it and he was like, do you have, is there a Sagitt- is there a woman in your life who's a Sagittarius? Is that why you asked me what my birthday was? No. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to write it down. Make sure I knew. Oh. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he was like, do you have a woman in your life? That's a Sagittarius, like a strong, maybe like your mom. And they were like, yeah, that's my mom's a Sagittarius. And they were, he was like, are you in a conflict right now with her? And they're like, yeah, we stopped talking. He's like, yeah, okay. I see that. It's on here. Like, 
It's crazy. It's like, I, I believe in that kind of stuff. I really mm, do. Mm, 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 I really believe in that. Yeah. So mm, there we go. Uh, they all ooh and ah over her baby video. And I'm so here for like an older woman having a baby. That's not, Me too. you know, I love it. Like live your life and then have a baby. Like how fun is that? Live a full life. And then you're like, okay, now I'm a mom. I, I wonder, I want to know if um she, like her journey too, like was, what, uh, did she have to do fertility? Did she, did she I don't yeah, think like. I ha- like what was the process? Yeah, mean? because I think it's it's so helpful for women who are wanting to have kids in, in their 40s to know, like, you know, what so the process expensive. it's expensive. But like I'm but also like maybe she didn't have to do that. Like, I think it, it could be totally plausible that she just happened to naturally be able to do it. I'm sure. It, yeah. Maybe like, if you take really good care of yourself or something. Yeah, I don't know. But I would love to know her process. Um, She has six embryos and wants to use them all. I was like, girl. Why? Wait, she wants. Wait, what? She said she has. She still has six embryos. So she, she wants, wants to have six more kids, or is, that's, I, that's what I gathered. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. That seems crazy. She, I'm not. I don't think you get six babies out of that. I think that you like you put embryos in and you see how many you. It's you don't. All of them don't take. Right. Mm, I just don't know if I would like. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're like you're. Yeah. You really want any more? <laughs> Damn. Maybe she does. I mean, I feel like when you have one baby, if you can get another one real quick, might as well have two. Well, yeah, because then they have a little friend. Yeah. Um, I wrote Kyle's dogs are so cute. But then later when they were stealing all the food, I was like, Kyle, put the fucking dogs away. Yeah. Like, this it's, is ridiculous. It's never cute for dogs to steal food. But my pen... Penn has done that twice and it's always at my goddamn birthday parties. He loves pizza mm-hmm. and I don't feed him table food at all. But he when he was a, he's about to be two next month and he when his uh my one of my first birthdays with him had pizza out and it's always Curtis's pizza. So maybe Curtis is a problem. <laughs> and he grabbed Curtis's pizza and I was not a fan. I immediately scolded him, got that pizza back. Well, I mean, I didn't give it back to Curtis. I got him a new slice, but he wasn't going to get to sit there and enjoy the pizza. Like, and I don't act. And if he's like trying, if he is being, he knows not to do it now. And he did, he did it again at my last birthday, but he is not like, he is not to be jumping up, eating, actively eating food. Absolutely fucking not. Like, that's not cute. It's not okay. Kyle's just sitting there. No, and I, I like at the that one last scene of the dog just like visibly just yes. eating off the, the counter. Like that would not be fucking flying with me at all. Uh, and it's so Kyle. Like, her, like think about the amount of times her dogs have gotten out and she's panicking, and the dogs have gotten out. I'm like, didn't they go to like a, a obedience school or something? Like, what is wrong with okay. your dogs, Kyle? There's it's to me. It's no. It's like my dogs aren't just my dogs are just not well trained. That's bullshit. Because again, when Pen was acting out. I don't have any money. I'm poor, guys. And <laughs> I went to canine dog training, I'm gonna shout them out um, in Glendale because they were excellent. It's a three week training program where he stays there for three weeks. Oh. This man came, I know it was like really hard for me, but he needed it because he was being a little, he was being bad. And I don't want to have a brat for a dog. This man came back so fucking obedient and he still has his personality it's not like i was afraid he was gonna lose part of his spark he completely still has the same personality but he just listens to me he's like 
like I can snap him back. Like, yes, he might. He's a dog. He's going to probably get into some trouble. But at least when I like try to get his attention, he's like, okay, I I know what I did was wrong here. Gonna gonna shape and shape up. And he's been such a delight to like have every single day where I was really stressed for a while because I was like, this is crazy. Kyle, you have all the resources, all the money. You can get your dogs trained. You just don't care. And when it's happening right in front of you, do something. Instead, she's just like watching all of her dogs. She's watching them take food, watch them jump. She's like, yeah, my dogs will do that. I'm like, Kyle, I am going. It kind of makes me think of like, then how do you raise your kids? Oh, well, don't. I will never forget how Kyle um, basically like spoon fed Portia when Portia was like a fully functioning human yeah before school and kyle like shamelessly does it she's like that's just how i want to treat my children i'm like okay well and then it also like reminded me of last season when portia was having such a hard time in the pandemic which i understand but like kyle you're the mom like make sure portia is not sleeping during her class like if that that was my mom oh my mom would be like you're getting dressed for class because you got to keep them in a routine. Like, of course, they're at home. They're on like Skype and doing all that stuff. Like you have to be the person to me. She is a child. If she's if she can get away with it, she's going to try to get away with it. Like you got to like be be that person to make sure that she's she's doing everything like you can't let like let let her run her own her own. Like how schedule schedule. Yeah, no, like, no, yeah. that's your responsibility. Um. So they're all like sitting and eating and Garcelle goes, all right, this is a good time for Wallop Wallop. Now that everyone's here that we bring up the Sutton conversation and Sutton is literally raising her hand. She's like, me, pick me, pick me oh my right gosh. here. I thought it was so hilarious. She's up for it. She gets, she's like, this is what we do here. This is how we roll when we film these shows now. I get it. And Sutton says that she didn't. Oh, okay. Um, again, it gets explained and, and Kyle's thing is like, she's like, you don't, oh, because in the deleted scene from the week prior, Mm -hmm. Sutton's in that scene with Kyle, she says to Kyle, she's like, I was a little insulted that y'all went over to Dorit's house and I didn't get an invitation. And Kyle was like, we didn't like plan it. We all just did it. And Sutton was like. I mean, it was a weird thing to say, um, but also, do you get that? I kind of in a weird way get that. But then when Sutton says that when her dad died, she didn't want people coming over because she had this influx of people constantly coming by and she was like entertaining people. And she's like, I just know that if we went over there, Dorit was going to be, you know, catering to us, making sure we were OK. Again, Sutton's weird. Yeah. And the thing is, I actually do. I actually could follow what Sutton was saying there just because I handle death or tragedy in my own mm-hmm. way, too. I actually don't want to be around people either. Or I like even when something happens to other people, I don't know what to do. It like, And it's not okay. that I don't care. I like I just don't know how to how to process it myself and i i often do think that it's more invasive when you're like constantly like going at not going at somebody but like 
I think, I think it become it can becoming overwhelming. Um, so I kind of followed what she was saying there. Everyone just deals with that kind of stuff differently. And then also to like, go to, uh, Kyle, like the thing about what you just said about that, she felt like, why didn't I get an invitation to Doris? I don't know if it's again, her not trusting Kyle. And it's like, are you setting me up? Like to be like, I was the only one who didn't go or something like that. I'm that's where I, I keep thinking. That's kind of that, what I went to also like, she didn't articulate it well, but I yeah. can sort of see the paranoia, especially with the whole conversation of you said this insensitive thing to about Dorit. Like, are you setting me up to be like, and you didn't even go to, to Dorit's like everybody, Garcelle was there. Like, you know, and it's like, well, I didn't know about it. <laughs> I didn't know we were all going. It seems like I was my invitation got lost in the mail. <laughs> and I don't even think she wasn't even talking about the one they all went to Kyle's house. Oh, okay. She was talking about how they all went to Dorit's immediately. Oh, 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 oh. And that makes sense too. But I wouldn't, honestly, I, I wouldn't think to go to Dorit's house directly after because I would think that there's investigators there. It's like a lot of things. That, that seems like a, if if you're not the closest to her, like Kyle is super close to Dorit, so that I understood how they all would like get to that, and like it would be Dorit, uh, Kyle, and Erica going there, uh, or I mean uh, Rena, Rena going there. Yeah, I agree. But like Garcelle and um, Sutton are not. They, I don't think that they're talking with Dorit mm-hmm. every single day, all day. So it, yeah, like I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect her to. I don't know. I wouldn't expect expect her to be there or for them to call her Sutton wasn't saying that she, she didn't think that they were expecting her to be there Sutton was bummed she didn't get an invitation is what okay. she was sort of saying and Kyle was okay. like wait hold on like you're feeling left out as in like w- like Sutton was like y'all went and you didn't let me know okay uh, and that, that doesn't and, track for me then. And Kyle was like, I it's was, not like we, it's not like it was like a dinner that we all planned and you weren't invited. It was going to Dorit's house after we saw the news. Yeah, no, I, then that doesn't track for me. Cause if, it, if she was talking about like going to Kyle's house, that would make more sense to me than the whole like initial going to Dorit's house fresh off the robbery. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what she was like. Y'all went and y'all didn't tell me about it. And I'm not really, I wouldn't be thinking like, Hey, let me text. Let me, let me text everyone. No, cause and that right. Track, that then that doesn't really track for me. <sighs> Sutton sometimes. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then so Diana, like it's pretty clear. I have a little. I have some very good inside Ooh. information. Ooh. Um, I can't say where the source comes from, but it okay. is. It's a someone involved with the production of Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So I can't. Okay. I, I I have to give very vague information because I can't blow up the spot. Okay. Um, Diana, cause Diana, 100% could have like, like told Rinna, you know, she does underwrite that charity event. She could mm-hmm. have said, no, no, Sutton did buy a table. Like she could have clarified for Rinna, like Sutton bought a table. It's right here. Like I have the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but she's very much going in as Rinna and like on Rinna's side Correct. into this yeah. whole thing. So that is very clear when Diana starts with this whole, I think Sutton is very clumsy with her words and behavior. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. I didn't love it either because then when she, when she's referencing it based on what happened at Harry's dinner, I thought that was a bit strange. Like I would have thought it would have been based off what happened with like crystal last year. That's mm-hmm. what, it, that's what I thought she was going. That's where I thought she was going with it. And mind you, this woman is Bosnian. So like half the time, I've worked with a lot of people that have that. It's like Yolanda. 
Yeah. They say things in a very curt way, but it's just how they communicate. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of under when she said clumsy, she meant it like literally and Sutton is clumsy, literally with her words. Mm -hmm. But then when she's like at Harry's dinner, she doesn't realize that these words like hurt people. And I'm like, she didn't say anything at Harry's dinner that would hurt people. Rinna was trying to. I agree. So that was a weird reference. I did what are you not talking like that. about? Didn't like, like it. That doesn't add up as hurtful. Um, but she's clearly coming in as Team Rinna. Yeah. Again, why didn't she? I was expecting her to reference the very clunky conversation and moments that Sutton had with Crystal, but instead it was all about this Rinna charity, which is odd. Um, but then she kind of, she gives, but the, it's weird. She like insults, <laughs> insults Sutton. And then she goes, but you know, if you're willing to grow, she's apologized. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. I <laughs> what, feel like Sutton what was just, just happened. Like, what I appreciated is Sutton. I, for me, I would have been like, who are you talking to? And what are you talking about? Give me examples. But I like that. Sutton was like, mm, Sutton was like, thanks. I have apologized. She goes, I love apologizing. I know I Sutton was really good in that moment because she could have made that into an argument because I think I would have because I just really didn't like what she said. But Sutton was really like, okay, thank she just like grabbed onto words and then spun it. She was like, I do like Bella. Like, I love that. I was like, thank you, Sutton, for like not turning that into an argument because I absolutely would have. Like, I would have definitely been like, who the fuck are you talking about? And two, like clumsy with my words. Well, let me be clear. <laughs> it was odd um but she's whatever okay so well i'm sure we're gonna see much more of it right um so now kyle that we get to this situation where kyle is going to in this group setting not allow sutton to explain herself like she's like no sutton you were not compassionate no and this triggers crystal and she's like, and I remember last season, I was even shocked because Garcelle, everyone at that table was like, violated is not the word, Crystal. Don't use violated. And I was like, guys, it's really not that big a deal. She's explained over and over again. Sure, maybe in terms, of, I never said sexually violated. I just felt by the definition of the word violate, I felt it was like, I have a lot of insecurities around my body. I have an eating disorder that I battle. It was like, oh my God, I'm naked. And you just came in and I thought maybe cameras, like it felt weird that they all, like she said, policed her feelings and the words she was using. I agree. I, so in the moment when all that happened last season with Crystal, I too was on that bandwagon. I did not think that violated was the correct word because I know violated is a broad word, but most people go to sexually. And because she was naked, that is where I was going with it. Like she was almost like making it seem like uh, uh, Sutton was gawking at her or she was like lingering and she's naked, so it does go to sexual for me. However, when she then explained her trauma, I understood her violation in her mind. It's not necessarily what happened. It's her experience. But I was able to soften yeah. when she explained. And I think that's the, what the ladies have a hard time doing. It's like you can have an initial opinion, which is fine. But if someone is explaining themselves in their position, listen and be open. And, and, just, say, and it doesn't it doesn't matter if you don't get it. Thank you. You don't have to get it. She's it, and you can't okay. and you can't tell someone that they're wrong for feeling the way that they feel like you don't have to agree with it. But you to, to 
being saying no is dismissive. It costs you nothing to just observe, listen, take it in and go, okay, I, I hear you. And I'm okay. That's it. It doesn't to, to say no, no over and over again. It's like, why are you doing that? Right. Stop. Dism- I hate that about them. And it's a gang up mentality. Like when, when they're all like, well, no, you're wrong. Like your feelings are wrong. Your feelings aren't valid. And you know why? Cause we all agree about it. Uh-huh. Three, three or four people in a room does not make it fact. And what's interesting too, is Garcelle is included in what Crystal's talking about. Garcelle mm-hmm. was one of the people that was also saying, no, violated isn't the right word, but Garcelle isn't even kind of getting defensive. She's just like, well, she's just trying to explain herself. Like, guys, just let her have it. Like, Garcelle was included in it. Yeah. And that, I feel like I feel like I'm like how I feel like Garcelle. I too yeah. felt a certain way when she used the word. However, she has over and over explained. First of all, she apologized. Let's also she apologized to Sutton because her reaction and retelling of it didn't necessarily align with what I don't ever once think Crystal maliciously lied about what happened. That is what she felt like happened. Maybe she didn't hear Sutton knock on the door. Maybe she did feel like she was lingering because of her past trauma. That's not what it happened because we saw the footage, but that's what happened for her. And she mm-hmm. explained that and she already also apologized to mm-hmm. Sutton, Sutton about it and Sutton accepted it. and Sutton has not and has since moved on from it. And the other ladies are like, no, like they just can't like ever grapple with like having a position and being able to pivot and and, and change your opinion or perspective about anything. They just like they just dig their heels in and then that's it. That's but the then law. but then Crystal says it's so great. She goes, you guys asked me to give her the benefit of the doubt. And now you're all coming for her. Yeah, I, I love like, that. Oh. Okay, circle back. And now she's like relating it. Like you mm-hmm. she's like, I get what you guys do. I get it. And then fucking Kyle and her confessional has the nerve to call Crystal dramatic. That's so she they that's so dismissive. It's, I mean, of all people to call someone else dramatic. I know it is the I- irony is just as I said before, her daytime Emmy, all, all the whole three episodes. Like, I can't like. Okay, girl, like she's we could roll so many clips of Kyle being so damn dramatic. Like, it's like, Kyle, you're the most dramatic. You have to know that about yourself. Even in like you were just saying earlier in the scene when Dorit was recounting what happened and Kyle's over there like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's insane. Like, she, come on. Kyle is a walking contradiction. Yeah. And then she's continuing to gaslight Crystal. She's like, it's apples to oranges. I'm like, you're continuing to gaslight her. Like, just, just. Because it doesn't smoking. align with what Kyle and the rest of the Fox Force fools. I had to think about it. Fox Force fools have, have um, come up with. They, they really want to stick to this narrative and they try really hard to. And Garcelle is fucking, fucking oh. her shit up. And it's just, I'm loving her destroy all of the things oh. that they keep trying to like all the like the, this whole narrative she's like no uh-uh <laughs> garcelle literally is like she's she's literally telling you guys what she's feeling and they're like we're trying to understand she's like well she's telling you yeah. we don't get it okay well one more time she's telling you i can't understand where this is coming from it's just not the same 
Like it's, no one's okay. saying it's the same. It's called. And that's what she's saying to her car. So I was like, no one said it was the same. It's two yeah. different things, but she's just let her have this because we didn't honor it. Yeah. Including me. You guys, I was like, I was in it too, but I can just like sit here. It doesn't, it doesn't cost me anything. It's kind of like when Garcelle went on Watch What Happens Live and answered that shady question about Kathy. Like, are you mm-hmm. closer to Kathy than Kyle right now? Yeah. That absolutely. And it hurt Kyle. Mm-hmm. So all Garcelle did was contact Kyle and say, I'm sorry. Honestly, it was just like a shady question. I was answering it. Yeah. He didn't have to be like, I was uh, whatever I am. Like she didn't get defensive. It's well, like, right now, like, Kyle, you aren't that close to your sister and I am. So I'll just answer like, no, she's like, okay, I hear you. Yeah. All right. Like, you know, that would hurt yeah. my, that, you know, I'm, it's your I sister. Can, I, I can put my, I can put myself in your same shoes and that I would, I can understand how that would hurt you. And we are in a good place. And I, that's not, that wasn't my intention. I just, I mean, I am a human. I answered a shady question and, and it hurt your feelings. And I'm going to take accountability for that. So I'm sorry. And that's it. See, it? then it's over. And then you're like, OK, and then you're like, all right, I guess I can't be mad anymore. It's like, yeah, that's right. You can't. And, and so- they want to be. That's the thing. Oh. That's that's my thing about Kyle. She wants to continue to revel in in what happened. She doesn't want to let it go. Oh, oh. and she, Garcelle's like, why didn't in the moment you just say like, well, that was fucking rude, Sutton. And to be fair, she wasn't there. So this makes Kyle so defensive. S- Kyle starts like snarling. She's like, I will not apologize. I'm mm-hmm. like, relax, Kyle. Take it down. Kyle, she, Kyle's paranoid always that she's going to turn into the villain of the season. So oh, like, yeah, when she sees Garcelle going there, she's like, don't you dare. That's how Ragamuffin came to be. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? When they were at Denise's house for that dinner and um, they were all pretty much arguing with Kyle. I forgot why I could see Kyle's like wheels turning like, oh, am I the villain? Mm. And that's and because like Denise was like, oh, yeah, up. I think she was speaking up for Dorit because I think mm. I think it was about Dorit yes. being, yeah, being late to um, Teddy's, Teddy's retreat. Thing. And Denise saying, why does it matter if Teddy wants less? She said she was going to be late. Why does it matter if she did glam like or what she was doing? Like she she did tell Teddy she wasn't going to be on time. And that is when and I've always said. And that was the moment Denise became the villain for Kyle. Like she was like, Mm -hmm. oh, hell no. I I wholeheartedly believe that was the night. I agree. I did. I 100% agree because I did it when last season was or two seasons ago when that happened. I went back to rewatch like, where did this shift? And it, it was, was that, that night. night. Mm-hmm. She Kyle was so pissed. And she and that's why she walked away. She was in the tra- she was pissed and that she was in the ragamuffin comment. I wholeheartedly believe she phone conference those people. And she was like, she Kim. She just like Kim got brought in with mm-hmm. messy brandy. brandy she was like i am she saw because everybody was like if you in the beginning of that season everyone was bickering with kyle that's when she said the, the comment about erica not having any friends yep um yep it was a it was a bad start to the season for her she was on the verge of becoming the, the villain that season and yep. she it took a hard turn yep um, yep Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sutton says something to Crystal. Like, I always, I do want to respect your feelings and and everyone's feelings. And er- blackout Erica goes, "Do you feel good about how you respect how you treated me?" And I'm like, that didn't really segue right, but 
uh, that works. And Can we all take note of how she was slumped in that couch too. It was hilarious. She was just like, she was leaning back with her like <laughs> martini. I'm like, do you feel good about how you disrespected me? Uh, and then Garcelle under her breath is like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we fucking go. Like this one over here, this drunky over here. And Sutton is just, she's like, I fucking hate this woman. Like, are you, what are you, why are you even talking? <laughs> like, like stay blacked out over there, please. Yeah. And like, she's like, uh, yeah, I do actually. And she's like, you do. Erica is living in a full on world. Like, I think we had a voice memo conversation about this. Erica's reality is so delusional. She has, she's exonerated. Yeah. She, she's innocent. Have you not seen it? She goes, oh, cause everything you said was a lie. I feel like everybody in that room was like, <laughs> like all her <laughs> friends were like, if they're not chiming in like that, they're like, okay, I can't be this ridiculous on TV. Oh, they're like, well, uh. and then, and Sutton then goes, do you feel good about how you treated me? And Erica goes, absolutely, bitch. <laughs> it's like, Erica, like you can't, you sit here acting like you're some innocent angel baby. Like you didn't <laughs> threaten, like you were part of the head of the mafia. Like you're going to take Sutton out. Like, Girl, like you can't sit here and say, <laughs> say wholeheartedly like you didn't threaten her on national television. Like what? <laughs> it's like, not only did you just threaten, she was just mean, like, like cutting, cutting to anyone that said anything. Yeah. The union. I get it. She's she's fighting back. That's what she in her mind. That's what she was doing. But this is what makes erica an amazing villain because the villain doesn't know they're the villain the yeah. villain thinks that they are on the right side and they will defend that side until the end and so they're defending the bad side so she is in a world where she because when we'll get to the we'll finish the episode and then we'll talk about what's coming next week because right. she's in a world where she's the victim oh absolutely she is so victimized oh my god and then also kyle want to talk about apples and oranges why didn't you jump on your friend erica when she was comparing the sutton in her drama to the sutton and Dorit drama which is vastly different Ooh. because hey what sutton said about dorit was on like um un unprovoked because dorit wasn't even there like you know dorit did absolutely nothing to uh hold on freaking hold for sound Smoothie time. Oh, your car's so cool. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, that was a car? Mm-hmm. Wow. S uh, Sutton, said what Sutton said about Dorit, Dorit wasn't there. Dorit did nothing to Sutton. So that's why it felt like unfair or harsh what Sutton said. Sutton and Erica were going back and forth. It was like they were both saying things about each other so it's like a very very fucking different situation so like i'm just curious why kyle didn't then jump on erica being like hey hey that's not even comparable no she couldn't she was like i'm scared exactly like she's like oh no erica's, jump, erica's yelling exactly but you'll jump on crystal for comparing an experience that she had 
Mm-hmm. That actually did correlate to like, cause she did bring it back and explain why it connects. And Erica's was just like, Erica, apologize to me. Like, uh, you, no, no one <laughs> thinks that Erica deserves an apology because you fucking cussed her out too. Like it was a, it's called an argument that you both got into and both said stuff. So no one, no. <laughs> Erica, Erica's like, she's so proud of herself. She's like, I'm seeing a pattern here. First you do it with me and then you do it with, who else is Crystal? Crystal. Uh, the common denominator is and Sutton. Who else did she list? Doree. Crystal. First she did. you do it with Crystal, then you do it with Doree. Okay, those are the three. So first you do it with and Rinna. With what was it with Rinna? Oh, oh, that's right. The, the charity. Table. Yeah. The charity. But to be fair, you've all had issues with each other. And that was what I was. That was your totally, earlier point. Yeah, my yeah, I didn't want to go too far ahead in that, but like that, it's like, no, then we can also talk about. Erica, you had something with you've had something with Teddy. You've had something with Rina. Dorit. I think she had something with Rina early on, too. I think Mm-mm. Dorit. No? Dorit. Dorit. She's definitely had something with Dorit. She had something with Kyle. Kyle. They've all had issues. And it, and vice versa. Kyle, That's the game. Kyle, Rina. Yeah. Dorit. Everybody has had like we can give we can give examples. If, if anybody needs examples that are going to come in the comments, I'll have them ready. In my arsenal. So don't I would suggest thinking about that before you write it, because I will already I will within seconds have a reply. (laughs) So please be ready. The best is that Rena even knows that that was real. Like that wasn't smart. So she actually she's like, I think we're getting off topic. Yeah. Rena's like, I was like, Erica, it's like it's like the Amber. Everything should relate to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. (laughs) But it's like like, she's being very Amber Heard about stuff where you're just throwing things out there that I can then back up with factual evidence to make you be like to show that you're lying <laughs> like you're you're absolutely incorrect and you're just making shit up as you go like <laughs> literally literally just like stay go back to sleep yes and so now we get now like Crystal is like, I have to go. I mean, yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't love Crystal here. She was being kind of a baby because she was like, I, I don't feel I don't feel safe. However, when she said this isn't a safe space. Look, I know people like I kind of came for Dorit a little bit when I made it. I made content because when she in her confessional is like, that was a really poor choice of words after what I've just been through. It's like, OK, you don't like own that terminology. See, and- I think that was just. When when stuff happens in confessionals, producers are prompting them. Well, absolutely. So I have to give I leave space for that because a producer was like, how did you feel about Crystal saying this isn't a safe space for me? And so she responded. Oh, I believe a, a producer absolutely took that opportunity to prompt to read with that. But this is, again, why it's hard for me to have all of the empathy that I want to have for Dorit about the robbery, because I I feel like it's being, you know how you felt like Sutton was using her father's yes. uh, suicide and like the, her trauma for her robbery to give an excuse of why she was so insensitive to Audrey's robbery. It's, I feel like in real time, which is in, in so soon, where I feel like Dorit is constantly using her experience with the robbery to almost give her a free pass for the season of like, no one can say shit to her because this happened to me. And I'm like, I'm not going to be doing that all season. Like people are like, I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. Like you are then log off and 
take a break from the show because you don't get to not have anyone talk to you all season because this happened to you. Sorry. Um, you're on a show. And if people want to bring stuff up and talk about things that you can, people, we're not going to be all season. Like, well, Dorit had a robbery. Okay. Well, we're not going to say that for every fucking time. Like something happens. I, I was on, I was on Kendrick's podcast, uh, reality comics too. And he said it perfect. He's like, I was going to, I would have kind of respected like, Dorit popping up in like episode eight. Like we don't see Dorit. She's taking her time and then she emerges and they're Mm -hmm. like, Dorit is here. Like the fact that she doesn't take one day off from filming is a little odd. And I get that we're not supposed to judge it, um, but it it does make it hard because now we can't really like touch her. No, I'm going to, she's decided to stay. Okay. We're, that's we're why you're here. That's why you're we're touching. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. And, and I'm not like we're fucking you decide to stay. We're fucking doing it. Um, so they're yelling at Crystal like we don't. Dark Dory. Are you out of your fucking mind? Which is very reminiscent of let me finish Garcelle. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, and Garcelle is like, you guys are still doing it. Like, do you realize that she's telling you that we never made space for her feelings and then like we're literally still doing it and they're like we just don't get it and she's like she's explaining it and Garza and like crystal's like i'm literally explaining it and you're telling me i'm wrong and they're like we're trying to understand i'm like how many this is a loop so she's like i'm done i'm done and then diana's like all right i'm her bodyguard i gotta go like we're going let's get up and <laughs> rita and erica I, like they, they were they're like don't really want to get involved. So they like, they just like hugged and like, okay, bye. Kind of like just saying bye to a girlfriend. Erica hugs, hugs her goodbye. And then sits on like a little lounge, like another little seat and like falls asleep, mm-hmm. literally falls asleep. Um, they, they finish now. Dorita is like in, she's standing above crystal and she's like, I don't want you to think for a second that I don't I don't appreciate your feelings. I don't care about you, but I don't appreciate your feelings. This is Dorit loves a speech like this. Mm-hmm. He loves a speech like this, but it's like, okay, what I'm telling you I need is for you to like, hear me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want you to think I don't hear you. Okay. Well, then I'm going to start talking right now. And I need you to hear me. Okay. So I felt like this. No, uh-uh. No, it's like, okay, never mind. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. So Crystal leaves and they and Sutton, did you Sutton you holding like, the, the laundry bag, the dry yeah. cleaning bag? She's like, Am I going in their car? What am I doing? Yeah. She's just like, I just like she had a fight with Erica. She was called out. She's fine. Like Sutton really is a trooper this season. Yeah. Kyle is for someone who's so sensitive, has so many issues, has anxiety, has phobias, all of these things. The, everyone leaves and it's the people that are staying at the house are left. And she's like, God, you know, like everything's been fine. And like now all of a sudden it's not, it's called being triggered. Yeah. You, you are triggered all the time, Kyle. Yeah. All the time. And it's one of those things where it was very clear that no one was understanding her at that time. And she chose to then put a pin in it and bottle it up and just try to move on with it because she's decided because she's decided to stay on the show and be a part like she is as in crystal has decided to stay on the show so she has to at some point move on from it in some capacity and she never really got to express fully what how she felt 
during that time. And this was the, this was her moment to actually bring it up and try to get some sort of closure, which I can understand her frustration because it's like, I feel like she was just trying to bring it up one more time to say, Hey guys, this is how I felt. And to just like really get it out there. And no one was really letting her have the space to say that. And it was just like, you know, forget it. Like, she, like, I feel like in the moment when she, Crystal was saying, I never went into tonight thinking we were, this was going to come up. It just happened that this made brought up some feelings and that's what I feel like she was trying to express them. It wasn't her Mm -hmm. intention to like bring up some old shit. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was very organic and she took the opportunity to say, Hey, this is actually how I felt and bringing attention to that. And they just weren't having it. They weren't having it. No, they were not having it. And Erica does actually chime in. She's like, let's not judge her feelings. Let's let her explain herself later. And they're like, Erica, you're being the voice of reason. However, in the preview for next week, we get a scene. We get a scene where Erica is talking about how for the last 12 months I've been ridiculed, I've been accused of things I've never done. And Garcelle, the queen, is willing to say what the rest won't which is it's because you didn't show any compassion. And of course they're like, Oh my God. Like the, you can feel the tension. They're like, she said, it. Oh my God, she said it. And Erica's like, well, it's because I can't. And Garcia's like, why can't you like, why can't you say, Oh my God, I'm so upset. This happened. And Erica says, we're not even sure there are people that didn't get paid disgusting it's absolutely disgusting what she just said i i just like this proves a couple things this proves that she's never had compassion for the victims we've been wondering where the compassion is and she's kind of claimed it's there but it's proof that it's never been there because she doesn't even think they're victims she thinks they're being victimized by these liars who have got, they got all their money. They're coming after for, they're coming after them for more money. The amount of, this is the worst con they could pull. It's taking decades for some of them to get the payout. It's costing them so much money. Why, why if you're going to commit a crime, if you're someone who's willing to commit a crime, wouldn't this be not the crime to commit? Wouldn't you go like, rob a bank or like do some other crime this is not a good crime and especially to go up against one of the top firms like that wouldn't even be people act like suing people yeah is the easiest thing to do newsflash suing someone is incredibly time consuming time consuming expensive and hard that's why most people don't <laughs> yeah. because it's not that easy it's so it would be the wrong con to pull like the longest and if you if you get lucky you get the money like this is not there and that's why garcelle's like these are just regular people yeah why would they and then, so so and then also the, everyone colluded to say the same thing like all these, of these, these people. people are not only they're only connected by the firm so they all like what they all had like a group text they f- figured out each other's contact info and they all <laughs> all and it's all it's all different like scenarios uh-huh. so they're not it's not like it's from one 
giant thing. It's like the plane crash victims or certain um, other people, like the the one guy who uh, the explosion happened at his house and he lost his girlfriend. Yes. Most of his body is burned. There's other there's other people that were involved that didn't get their money. So they all came together on a group thread, got each other's information and said, hey, let's all for 15, 10 years lie about this and get more money. That's what happened. That's the plausible explanation. And Tom, there's all these voicemails of Tom being like, hey, I'm a good guy. Sorry about that. Uh, The money's coming. I I had to make a call to some like there's all this evidence that Tom was being shady. No, you're right, Erica. You're right. Yeah, it's not all of the glam squad that he flies around the world for you to do podcasts that aren't even filmed. I can't. You know, it's just ridiculous. She's ridiculous. And I just quickly wanted to bring up what I was I had put a pin in earlier. Yes. So uh, it it has to do with uh, Erica, you know, seemingly being like being the voice of reason at the end of the episode. uh, My mom had a hot take where she said. It's interesting to me that Erica is all of a sudden taking up for Crystal after she leaves, um, saying like we should listen to her. Da, 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 all of that. Crystal right now is very buddy buddy with who? The new housewife. Uh, what's her name again? Um, Diana. Diana. Diana's buying Crystal stuff at Kyle's showroom. Diana has is really wealthy, and we've seen Erica be up Diana's ass from the beginning, the moment we see her. Hey, Rena, are you not going to introduce me to Diana? Oh, Diana, this. Oh, Diana, you should buy yourself that ring. I want to live vicariously through mm-hmm. you. All this stuff. Diana is, and Diana is very good friends with Crystal right now. It only makes sense for Erica to still want to be aligned with Crystal at this time because Diana is aligned with Crystal. She ain't dumb. That's the hot take. That's a great hot take. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's via that's via my mom. Well done. Shout out, Leslie. Shout out. Hey, Leslie, thank you for that, because that's <laughs> a great observation. Next week, we also get a tease that um, in in the tease for next week, Garcelle is saying to Crystal when Crystal comes over, there's this and part of the clip, part of the preview clip in the first seven minutes of next week's episode um, cause Garcelle is staying at Kyle's and so it's Garcelle and the inner circle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they're, they're like, so what happened with Crystal? Like, what do we do? And Garcelle calls Crystal, but you know, she puts it on, she puts it on speaker and like walks over to the side and like Dory and Kyle are like listening in cause they're trying to hear it. And Garcelle convinces Crystal come over, have a conversation now that it's like settled down. And when Crystal does come over, it's teased that Garcelle is going to say something to her about the conversation about you don't see color. Or tell me you're that girl. Oh, yes. Oh, no. And it looks like Garcelle's like, it looks like you kind of set her up basically to say that. And Crystal is, say, is going to say something like, no, there was more that was said mm-hmm. that was even worse and very damaging. And the scene that's going to be, I believe it's at Sutton's store is actually the scene that my friend Lauren, a.k.a. the Zen Blonde, 
went to. She went to filming. Oh, I remember she, you telling me about that. And she was like, she saw that there was a, she, so Crystal, when she walks into film was like really upset and didn't want to walk in and was like talking to her producer and was like, I don't want to be here. Like, so clearly like it makes sense that there was something that was not, that didn't make it into the show and now it's being brought up and now she's being put in a weird position. And this is why she's feuding with Garcelle and Sutton. Cause it's a pretty bold thing for Garcelle to have said that to Crystal. Like, whoa. That's a pretty bold thing. And Crystal's going to probably defend herself, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so now we're about to have the feud uh. I didn't want. The feud I did not want. I did not want that to be the feud. I believe they're in a good place now. So they are. We, they so are. you can you can feel like at least go in yeah, we'll en- and we'll enjoy it. Let's enjoy yeah, it. Because like, we know because you know it's gonna end fine. Yeah. So we can enjoy the what happens and how they come back. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Let's just enjoy it like theater. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's do. I wanted to start doing a little wrap up at the end. What is your what was your favorite either line or scene from this episode? Um, there's so many. Um, let me think. I know I got to think about it, too. Um, I think. I think I oh I always really like subtle shade as you were doing it all throughout this podcast and just loving it. And it's because it's it's subtle shade and sh- it's not even subtle like you don't even know you're doing it and it was when Diana said that, <laughs> said that comment about uh Kyle's clothing. I would even selling, wear, I would even wear it at my own house. I I I have to say that probably would be the best one because I actually laughed. I agree. I agree. And I was tickled by that moment. I agree. I would have to say when she said, oh, this is this. The clothing is very pretty. It's something I would even wear even at my own house. Yeah, that that was that was a that was fun, too. And it's it's also just light. I love light humor. It's not like Uh it's not going to kill Kyle for that comment to happen. Like, no. And again, she thought it was a compliment. She did. She absolutely (laughs) did. She was like, you're welcome. Because like. I'm in my house. My house is amazing. Yeah. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. That's gonna, I have to, my house was so funny. I have to say that that was my favorite too. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, follow Pia, P-I-A-G-E-T-V. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review? Maybe even subscribe? All of the above? If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.